Five hundred dollars. If you got two thousand head, that's just right. Why, you you only low down. I don't like harsh words, Peabody. Now pay up, sign a note, or turn your cattle back. One of the three. What if I head right on through? I'd order my boys to open fire on your critters for trespassing on my land. Reckon I know my legal rights. Reckon you're a dirty polecat. The hearty cry of Hyo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories, featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. The Lone Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. Eagle Pass was a narrow cut between two sheer walls of solid rock. It separated the fertile valley where fine cattle grazed from the trail that led to the nearest shipping point. The general store and hotel, run by old Pop Carter, was located at the pass. Here the cattlemen were accustomed to pause for rest and supplies before continuing their cattle drives eastward. In the first scene of our Lone Ranger drama, we find Clem Peabody guiding his large herd toward the pass. Hey there, Pop. Don't go if you ain't a sight for sore eyes. Hi, Clem. Maybe you won't be so glad to see me when you hear what I gotta tell you. Oh, then. Oh, city boy. I'll draw up and pass a word while I wait for the critters to catch up to me. I got the finest stock ever. Just look at them longhorns. Yeah. What's the matter? You look like you'd aged ten years since last time I come through here. Reckon I have, Clem. Things ain't been good with me. What's the matter? Big Bill Lawson's outfit. Them car thieves working around here? Not exactly. But you'll have trouble with them. I got men to wipe them out. Don't get that sort of idea, Clem. Take a look ahead. There's bars across the pass. You see? What's them for? Toll. Toll? Yep. You see, my land went across the pass, as you know. Sure, but what about it? I always had a pretty fair income from a store there. And I was glad to leave things stand like they was. 
But then Big Bill and his breeds and polecats come along. Where are they at now? Right inside my place. They tug it over. You mean they took it? I mean they bought it from me. I had my choice of selling or die. Well, of all So things. I sold it to And they let me stay here to sort of tell you and all other ranchers that'll be passing this way how things stand. Ah, Clem, it's a bad state of affairs. What's lost in what? Cash. You said something about toll. Yep. Two bits for every head that goes through the pass. Two bits? Well, I got over 2,000 head of cattle. Then it'll cost you plenty to get them through the pass. I won't pay it. It's robbery. I'm afraid you ain't no choice, Clem. I'll, I'll turn back. I'll go back and you won't get no cows to market. You know as well as I do that you can't go around no other way. Doggone it, it'll mount up to near $500. Well, if you prefer, you can sign one-fourth of your cattle over to Big Bill. One-quarter of my cattle? That's even worse robbery. Yeah. You see, he don't want to take the cattle. He'd sooner have the cash. But if I give him 500 cows, I'll never come out even. I know it. So's Big Bill. He's figuring nobody will leave cattle with him. And if I will... Is that him over yonder? Yeah, that's him. Well, I'll go see him. Get up there! Hey there, Lois. I want to talk with you. I figured you would. What's your name? Clem Peabody from the Bar X brand. What's this I hear about you robbing men that aim to get to market? I ain't robbing nobody, Peabody. I own this land now. If you want to cross, you pay two bits a head for cows. That's all there is to it. I've heard of you and your outlaws and your rustling. Now, hold on there, Peabody. I don't like to listen to that kind of talk. In the first place, there ain't a lawman in the country looking for me or any man that's with me. There ain't a lawman wouldn't like to have some proof of the things you've done. <laughs> that may be right. But lacking proof, they can't do much, can they? So now you scheme a legal way to rob folks. Well, I ain't no cash with me. That's all right, Peabody. Cash or cattle. It don't matter. One cow to you for every three I take through. Them's the terms. It's robbery. I don't aim to make it too hard for you, gents. You can give me your note and pay it when you come back here on your way home. You're mighty trusting, ain't you? Of course, you could go the long way around through the hills and travel a hundred miles to cross the canyon. If you went through the pass and took the other route back, I'd just send men to your ranch to collect on the note. So I don't take no chance in trusting you, see? Five hundred dollars. If you got two thousand head, that's just right. Why, you you ornery low-down... I don't like harsh words, Peabody. Now pay up, sign a note, or turn your cattle back. One of the three. What if I head right on through? I'd order my boys to open fire on your critters for trespassing on my land. Reckon I know my legal rights. Reckon you're a dirty polecat. I have to give you my note. Ain't no choice. And wait till I tell the boys at the Longhorn Cafe about your scheme. Just you wait. I ain't done yet. The Longhorn Cafe was filled with cattlemen and cowboys. Clem Peabody entered and joined his friends. They gathered around him while he told of the Lawson gang in control of Eagle Pass. Maybe the darnest thing you ever heard tell of? But Clem, I don't see how Lawson could get away with that sort of thing. He's doing it. Did you talk to the sheriff? I talked to the sheriff, talked to the banker, and talked to the United States Marshal. 
They all said he was within his right. Charge him toll. Yep, he can charge whatever a doggone pleases. Fact is, if he don't want to let the cattle through, he can stop it altogether. That's doggone funny law, if you ask me. Well, what's a man to do about it? Here I got the cash of my cattle. I got to hand over $500 of it to that owner of Coyote on my way back. Well, if you don't do it? He's holding my note. Yeah, but just the same. If you... I don't pay the cash, he'll stop me from going back to my ranch. Now, ain't that the darnest thing you ever hear of? It's getting so a man can't make a living no more. And the worst of it is, every cattleman in the valley will have to do the same doggone thing. How many men is there? Man, six. Ain't you never heard? That's the biggest grazing in the whole state. Must be at least 50 or 60 ranches there. At least that. Runs on for miles in every direction. How many head do you figure come through there this year? Shucks, if they ain't over 150,000 head, I miss my guess. What you need, Clem's drink? I need a couple of them. Barkeep, fetch up that bottle and set it down. Hello. Did you hear what Clem Peabody was telling? Uh, I don't hear. The law is trying for years to put Bill Lawson and his gang in jail. Them plenty bad. Nothing has ever been proved against them, though. Them find way to beat law. Is the disguise on my face all right, Hunter? Mm-hmm. It plenty good. I'll not be recognized if I move around here in the cafe without a mask. No. Then I'm going to get closer and hear more of what Clem Peabody has to say. You maybe talk to him, huh? I think I will. Come over this way with me, Tonner. And if you don't want to pay two bits a head, you can leave a quarter of your cattle. 25% of your cows? That's right. What can Sam Hill will lost to do with all that cattle? He won't do nothing with it. He don't figure on getting none. All he wants is a cash money. Rottenest game ever heard tell of. It certainly is, like. Did you hear that, Hunter? Lawson would have a hard time handling a lot of cattle. Mm, that's right. And with his reputation as an outlaw, he'd have an almost impossible time selling branded cattle. Mm. All he could do would be to hold it for a year and sell the unbranded calves. Toto, I'm going to talk to Clem Peabody. Mm, that's good. You maybe got a plan. Huh? Perhaps I have. At Eagle Pass, Bill Lawson and his men had converted the general store into a lounging room with tables for cards. Old Pop Carter, its former owner, sat alone behind the counter, which had been made into a bar. A man entered, slapping dust from his clothes. And Lawson looked up, saying, Well, Butch, took you long enough to get back from town. Yeah, I was sort of hell up there. Things didn't work out just the way we figured they would. What do you mean, they didn't work out? Just what I say. Kept an eye on Clem Peabody, just like you told me to. Well, what'd he do? Sold the critters and got the cash for him. Yeah, then what? Hey, give me a drink there, Pop. I'm thirsty from the ride. Never mind that. Where's Clem Peabody? Heading back this way with 500 head of cattle. 500 head of cattle for what? For you, I reckon. But you said he'd sold his cattle. So he did. Then he talked to a stranger. Two of them left the cafe and still kept on talking. Who's the stranger? Don't know. Never seen him before. Then what? He stayed over till the next morning. So I had to stay along, too, to keep an eye on him like you said to do. Yeah? Well, next morning he goes to the agent he'd sold the cows to and bought back 500 head. For cash money? Sure. And he rounded up his waddies and they started driving 500 head of cattle back this way. They're heading this way now. How far back? They'll be here in an hour or so, I reckon. I didn't want to get too far ahead of them. I wanted to make sure they was heading back this way. When they went to Sam Hill, he's bringing back 500 head of cattle for... Uh, what did he do with the rest of his cash money? Left it in the bank there. Banked it? 
You mean to say he's coming back without no cash? That's just what he's doing. But I got his note. I got his note for $500. Yeah, I know you have. He owes me $500. Or 500 head of cattle. Maybe he figures on paying you in cattle. He's crazy if he does. That cattle's worth a sight more than $500. Yeah. Crazy like a fox. Shut up. Maybe it ain't worth that much to him. What'd he pay for it to buy it back, do you know? Nope. Couldn't find out. There's Clem Peabody heading this way now. You can see him off in the distance. Yeah, let me take a look. You see, Bill? There he is. Ain't that him? Looks like him. That's him, all right. I don't want them cattle. I didn't figure anybody would pay us off on cattle. I want the cash. Looks like you're going to get the cattle instead, Bill. What'll we do with the critters? There ain't no grazing here for them. I'll tell you what I figure. In fact, I was told that by an Indian named Tonto. Ever hear him, Pop? Well, I might have, and again, I might not. Never mind that. What'd he tell you? You see, Bill, this Indian, he come up to me and he says the only way they could drive us out in here was to get you to do something illegal. Yeah? Such as selling branded cattle. They can't get me if I buy it legal, can they? Well, as to that, they might be able to. Might be hard for a man with your background to prove you got it legal, Savvy. Anyhow, we're wised up to what Clem Peabody is scheming. That's something. Let him bring the cattle. I'll accept it. They don't get me on no law angles. I'm too smart for them. <laughs> Engine named Tonto with a white horse. What are you gaping and laughing about, you old fool? Oh, nothing. As you say, Bill... You're too smart to get trapped easy. (laughs) The curtain falls on the first act of tonight's thrilling Lone Ranger drama. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. I'm a beard. Do you want cash money? I get it. The whole thing's a put-up job. You'll realize that at last, eh? I realized it when you called that horse Silver. You done this. You schemed to get the cows back to these ranchers. Lawson, you can stay here on Clem's land and do without water. Or you can let Clem keep the cattle that's left and the cash you paid and clear out. He was better off before we tried to go on it. You didn't try in the right way. Boys, we're quitting. The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.